Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, my name's Mike, and if you're sitting there watching this tape smoking your cigarette, well, hit the fast-forward button, because I don't smoke, and I don't like people who do smoke. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Hey everybody, it's Brian coming to you with some very exciting news. Chrissy Hoadley will be in her rightful place here in the studio with me on the very next episode. But here's a special Tuesday episode where my wife Astrid and I discuss all things shitty music, shitty TV, shitty movies, and shitty concerts. It's a real live marital dispute here on the commercial break. If you ever wanted to be a fly on the wall in the green household, here's your opportunity. And Chrissy and I will be back tomorrow with some very special news about the commercial break. You don't want to miss it. As the kids say, it's going to be crunk. Here's Astra and I to put a little crunkle in your funkle on this Tuesday. Enjoy. The next episode of the commercial break starts now. I'm going to go kill him and see Diplo. Ah, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the director of divorce attorney research... My wife, Astrid. Best to you, Astrid. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. As we round the corner on a very long and extended break by Chrissy Hoadley, of which we're going to dock her pay, certainly. Astrid sits in the chair one more time. Hi, wifey. Hi, honey. How are you doing? Sound good to you. Thanks for calling me honey. That means that I am not, that you are not mad at me today. No, actually, I was just thinking about that boys that you do of your mom that's hi brian it's your mom well maybe when you were like playing her and irving you did like hi honey hi honey it's your mom that's what i was thinking about (laughs) i never call you honey you do call me honey no babe 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 sometimes you call me honey no 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 you don't that's the other chick must be yeah yeah that's the other chick so you're here in the chair one more time. I really appreciate it. Chrissy's coming back. And, Thank you. And she's had a little bit of a a break because her grandfather, Papa Joe, Papa the Eagle Joe, as we call him, uh, passed away suddenly. But he was old, so he was older. Mm-hmm. So he lived a, a very storied life. He was a coxman and an international man of mystery. 
And um, we all went to the funeral on Friday, which is a very nice service. It was small, but it was a very nice service. And they had these pictures running in the background of Papa Joe in, in certain times in his life. And one of those pictures was from the day that I met Papa Joe at this Christmas party. And, like, I just... I just hope I'm remem- remembered as fondly as Papa Joe. You know, I, yeah. I don't know if you ever thought this or have ever had this thought in your head where you, like someone passes away or something happens to somebody and then memories come pouring in and people guffaw and they gush over how wonderful that person was and how lovely. And yeah. But Papa Joe is really remembered very fondly by almost unanimously by everyone who met him. And I can only hope that I get remembered that way by you and, and the children. Uh. What do you think the chances of that are? <laughs> Slim to none? Well, listen, I do have to say you earn marriage miles here and there. I do? So, yeah, maybe. What is the maybe thing that I do? I, 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 you brought this up a long time ago. You brought up the marriage miles concept where I get miles the and program. I put them in the bank, the program, the, program. the marriage miles program, and I put them in the bank. What is something that I can do more often to earn more marriage miles? Take me to more Jonas Brothers concerts. Oh, Lord, babe. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, I do have to say, as I, as I shared on the program on friday that i actually didn't mind the jonas brothers concert i hear that yeah 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 you told me that i and i was actually surprised were you surprised i was yes but i do get like your you know like your my rationale yeah Yeah. your reasoning for that and it does make sense but um i don't know maybe i was not looking at it from that point of view yeah i just thought you were going to be annoyed the entire time listen i'm not going to get a jonas brothers poster and put it on the wall or you know fawn over joe jonas he's not my thing i I was not expecting you to do that either but were you upset that christina and i were talking about joe jonas in a not fashionable way see see (laughs) in spanish babe in spanish why because you guys were just talking shit about him and it was all the wonderful things about um sophie i mean when it comes to like the divorce right um and also from you from the show you were saying that he was he looked like he was drunk he did look like he was drunk no i told you that during the show have you seen him before live no okay so what's your reference well, my reference is I've seen a lot of drunk people in my life, and I've been a drunk person in my life. No, he did not look... I mean, to me... And of course, I'm not an expert either. Like, I don't know him personally, right? I don't think he was drunk. Maybe he could have been high. Maybe. But whatever. I, I don't know. I just... While I love you, babe, you do, you don't have a good reference point for drunk or high, right? You've brought, <laughs> How many times have you been True. drunk in your life? Once? Two. Is it two? Two times? Okay. So you don't have a good reference point. It just seemed to me that he was like a beat off. He was like... But the way I see it more, it's like... That's just how he is? Yes. Okay. He, he just seemed to kind of be like sliding around the stage with his but eyes like, half closed. And, no, that's not true. I think so. No. Okay, that was my perception of what was going like, on. He, okay, well, if you're performing on stage, what do you expect him to do? Just stand up straight like a statue? Well, no, I expected he was, him... He, that's what he does. Like, even when he has talked at, you know, in, in the press or whatever, he has mentioned that he cannot sit still. Yeah. That um, that his brothers already know that when it comes to doing a show, they need to give him freedom of, like, he walks around and he moves and he dances, you know, back and forth and jumps and, 
you know, he, he says he does whatever his body feels. Uh, I gotta get some cocaine! <laughs> Driving me crazy! <laughs> babe. Babe. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, because I don't know Joe don't Jonas. Know and that is literally the first time I have seen Joe Jonas in more than one continuous minute of anything live on stage. However, having a reference point that's pretty good when it comes to people who are inebriated, because I've been one more than I care to admit here on the show, and I've done it a lot. And then I've seen more inebriated people than I care to admit that I've done a lot here on the show that that's kind of embarrassing. The truth to me was, you know that song, Lean Back, Lean Back, how, you, how like, you know, you just kind of lean backwards. You're tilting a little bit, tilting at windmills a, li- a bit when you're drunk. It seemed to me that he was doing that from time to time when he was trying to stand still. He seemed like he was a little bit stumbly, a little bit bumbly. <clears throat> but again, I could be totally I mean, wrong. listen, fair enough. He's a... He's a performer, so you know, I guess can, a lot of them, that's what they use. So yeah, and you I, know, I don't know. Maybe, like, yes. We don't know what goes on backstage, yeah. right? He could he could have a lot of pain from dancing all of these years in his knees. Maybe the doctors are giving him something. I'm totally making this up out of my ass. No one has ever said this. this is obviously just Brian talking out his butt. I, but I just noticed that he seemed like he was a little sleepy-eyed. He was a half step off when he talked. It seemed like there was a little mumbling going on. Correct. So um, what I'm saying is... All the marriage miles you earned by taking me to the concert, yes, you lost them the when very I, next day. Christina and I got on the microphone by doing a show <laughs> and talking about it. Well, I blame Christina. She started the conversation. I don't re- defend either of them because actually, I don't really know. Like, none of us really know what's going on in no. their relationship. So, and I am a firm believer that when there are issues in a marriage, it's 50-50. because. Takes two yeah. to tango. Correct. Yeah. No, I don't think that's always 100% true. I think there are levels no, of, of course. Maybe offense. Like yeah. if one cheated or one, you know, was abusive or something like that. Yeah. Of course. But um, if the wife cheats, if the wife cheats, but the man is beating her up, there it, there's clearly yeah. like a, a level of right and wrong, right? Yeah, but it's I, wrong to cheat, correct. but it's abhorrent to beat somebody up. Yeah. One, but, 1, and then there are cases where none of that is happening and it's just like they're not getting along or they lost a connection or whatever it is right but oftentimes it just upsets me when in those cases people come and say i know oh she you know she's the worst or he's the worst and it's like okay what about the other person like yeah no it's true it's It's true it's a relationship but what i thought was interesting about christina's take is that a lot of people have have said and you mentioned to me in the car that the one of the reasons apparently why Joe Jonas felt strongly that this was not the relationship for him is because she likes to go out and party Mm -hmm. and he's a homebody. But Christina pointed out, and then I back that up with some research of my own, that Joe Jonas during the pandemic, that Sophie was the one who said Joe needed to go out all the time and she just wanted to stay home and be a homebody. So the pandemic was weird. You know, who fucking knows at the end of the day. But I I thought it was weird. But getting down to like the bottom line, I did actually find a little bit of enjoyment in the concert because the music was so good. The band was so good. Yeah. Um, they were really, really talented. Anytime there's a horn section and the horn section is rocking, mm. I think I'm going to enjoy the music. So while I don't 
I, I didn't download any of their albums on now Spotify. Now I know what to look for in a concert. Look for a horn section. Taylor had no so- horn section. No. Taylor had no horn section. Taylor barely had a band, and they were off in I the corner, and they were in the guitars. dark, and you couldn't see them. Yeah, two guitars, a piano, I guess. Yeah. And the singer. Yeah, and the, the guitars came out for a minute and did a solo, but it wasn't anything. Yeah, it was like, mainly about her. Yeah. Jo- the, Which, jo- of the Jonas Brothers band, it seemed like at times they were the, the performance that was going on well, on stage. Well, I think they, unlike Taylor, clearly she has like a whole show. I mean, it's a whole production. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jonas Brothers, they are they don't have that, but I don't think that concept goes well with them either. Like that's not the style of singers. I mean, they're just three brothers, like a kind of like a boy band, you yeah. know, type of arrangement. I and they don't dance, so I think they do rely a lot, and like that's why they bring their band. And the band is very lively, uh, yes, and they're all over the place. Somehow yeah. they try to like. You know, make they gotta it, spice it up. Yeah, yeah. It can't be just about those three. If it had been just those three with background music or with a band behind a screen yeah, or something, you probably like that, wouldn't. And not yeah. at all. I wouldn't have enjoyed it. And then Taylor's music lends itself to that kind of big production because it's very much storytelling, where she can rap. Correct. And she intricate, has dancers. And she has dancers. And all the and, outfits. Yeah. And... I was impressed by the production, but not as impressed by the music. Yeah. Right. Whereas. And it I was the opposite. Yeah, and yeah. I want to say I was super impressed with the music. It's the Jonas Brothers. Like, it wasn't all that fantastic. But I mean, yeah, it's so embarrassing to say. Oh, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. However, I did notice that there were so many more men at the, the Taylor Swift concert because I think it was an event. It was a place to be and be seen. I disagree, actually. Well, you saw a lot of guys at the Jonas Brothers concert? Yes, I saw a lot of, like, couples. Like, clearly the husbands, the boyfriends, the, you know, the fiancés, I guess. Um, I did see a lot of like couples. Uh, oh. um, There's a lot of guys that are trying audience. to earn their marriage miles. Whereas in Taylor Swift, I saw also couples, but not as many. And when I saw men, um, I think they were more like gay couples, mm. uh, which, listen, no, I'm, I'm all care. about it. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Um, but I do think that the it's Taylor Swift is... Um, to me, it was a lot more women than the Jonas. I saw it the opposite way. I saw that I would, if I had to guess, in my eye shot, a third of the Taylor Swift audience was men. And and that's my mm. opinion, yeah. right? There were guy, a lot of guys around us. At the Jonas Brothers concert, I saw a couple guys in front of us, but they looked younger and they were with their parents. And so, and then I just noticed that it was, but there is mm. no doubt in my mind at all that at SoFi Stadium when we went and saw Taylor Swift the loudness in that room was yeah. 50 times louder than it was at the Jonas Brothers concert I mean the screaming well, going on like 50,000 people more yeah that's true <laughs> screaming yeah you couldn't fit that Taylor Swift stage in that in the oh, no, arena no. that we went to to go see the no, Jonas it's Brothers bigger, it's but, huge yeah. SoFi is what like 75,000 people can fit in that yeah, thing something or something like that. and then we went and saw them at here at the the basketball State, arena State, State Farm, Farm Arena yeah. which I think is like 25,000 people 30,000 yeah. people maybe in either case I'm glad that I earned some marriage miles how do I use them is the question can I now go on an well, extended you lost va- them. vacation to the Spearmint Rhino Strip Club I already lost them I told the fuck you what did I do talk about it Talk about what? I talked about Jonas Brothers. I thought you were going to be excited about that. Well, you were not talking any positive things. Well, How am I, I going to be excited about that? Babe, I got to make observations. I'm here on the show. That's what I do for a living is make observations. Correct. That, and what I do at home is either add or subtract marriage miles. <laughs> what you do at home is everything else. <laughs>
Yeah, 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 Brian, we get it. But back to me. I mean, this TCB promo. Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you might just hear yourself on the show. Want to text us instead? Lucky for you, we also have a number just for that. Text us at 855-TCB-8383 and give us compliments. You can also always go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video. Find us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And find us on youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited episodes. Now that that's done, let's listen to a few sponsors and get back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so let's move away from Jonas Brothers for a second, and I have a question for you. We haven't talked about this previously, mm-hmm. but I think it's very interesting. Let me read a story first, and then let's, uh, let's talk about it, okay? This okay. is from the ever-reliable New York Post. Ex-Missouri teacher who ditched classroom for OnlyFans has no regrets and earns nearly a million dollars since she left the classroom. A former Missouri teacher who resigned after school administrators found out about her OnlyFans account told Fox Digital News that she made close to $1 million selling porn and related pictures on OnlyFans since she's left the classroom. Brianna Copage, 28 years old, was an English teacher at St. Clair High School, excuse me, about an hour outside of St. Louis and was placed on administrative leave before ultimately quitting once the administrators discovered her racy side hustle. Kopich, who made only $42,000 working as a teacher, said she used OnlyFans to make extra money that would help her pay off her student loans from her advanced degrees. I started it, one, just to supplement my income and see what happens, and two, possibly make a little extra money. Like, I have student loans. I was working on my third degree. So I also have a master's degree in education. And while I was working on my specialist degree, the bills piled up. So here's a question. These are she's teaching high school kids, right? Mm-hmm. But let's assume that one of our children had a teacher who was doing OnlyFans. Yeah. 
and people found out about it. First of all, how sh- how anybody found out about it is beyond me because she she claims in this story later on in the story that she didn't use her real name and obviously you would be a dumb dumb to use your real name on OnlyFans. <clears throat> well, it just clearly a parent a came across. perverted parent. <clears throat> um I mean not necessarily perverted. I mean someone that <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, hmm. some horny dad or some horny yeah, high schooler correct. finds out about it, right? Connects the two dots and then tells the administration. I mean, it's very unfortunate for the teacher that, that you know, it's just like, what are the chances that out of, I don't know how many kids you teach, 30 kids, 40 kids, one of those parents is going to come across. But listen, that's how the world is nowadays Absolutely. with social media, right? So, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of torn on one hand, I feel like if it was my kid, I would also probably freak out. But then that might be like my immediate reaction, yeah. right? Um, but then I think a little bit more and I'm like, well, like if she was doing her job as a teacher just fine, Efficiently, right? yeah. And she's not sharing with the kids anything like of what she does yeah. after school, right? Um, in OnlyFans, I don't think... That should be a problem. Like if, but at the same time, think um, like putting it from like a company perspective, any company would have fired you. Well, I don't know if any company would have fired you, but I will say this. When you sign on to be full-time anything, right? Most companies have a policy that they would prefer that you not work for another company, especially if it's in the own space. Here's where I think things get gray. If this was my elementary school child and this teacher was trying to pay off her bills for a few years doing OnlyFans, pay off her degrees, $42,000 is not a lot of money. It's under the poverty line of $50,000 per person per year. The reality is she's a high school teacher, which I think changes the equation just a little bit. Let me explain why. Because it's very likely that now that the cat's out of the bag, that her male or maybe female High school students are then going to go look at her OnlyFans, subscribe to her OnlyFans, because the novelty of my teacher being naked on the internet Correct. is too much, uh, it's too provocative not, mm. not to go look. So I think in that sense, I can understand how it could cause problems inside of the classroom. Like, it's hard to... Well, but I don't think, yeah. I think I'm it would be hard for me to concentrate if my, you know hot school teacher was naked on the internet and i think it could cause problems in the classroom where maybe some students lose respect for the teacher what she's saying and what she's doing because they're just they're children they don't know how to manage their emotions right if it's an elementary school child where there's zero chance of them at least there should be zero chance of them finding her on OnlyFans. like i can't see my five-year-old being on OnlyFans, but let's assume that they don't find her on OnlyFans. i think in that case Fuck it. I mean, how is it? T- teachers, they're so no, but underpaid. How in the world are they supposed to survive? No, I, I agree, and I support all of that. But I just think, like, it's... I think it comes more from, like, the reputation that the school wants to have, yeah. right? Which would come with... I mean, in my head... With any company? With any company, yeah. like... Coca-Cola, Salesforce, whatever, you name it, right? Any big company, or even not too big, would be like, well, hold on here. You're, we understand that if 
you know, when you're done with your responsibilities here, you, you know, you need to or you want to have another job sure. to, to have more income or a side hustle, right? That's fine. But one thing is like you're doing, you know, I don't know, socks and selling them on Etsy. And then a different thing is that you're actually selling... She's selling cock socks. <laughs> a different thing is you're selling your naked body online, right? Um, even though I don't care like what you do, and if, good for her if she's making millions sure. of dollars only fans and she's sure. up for it. Okay, fine. That's, that doesn't bother me. I agree. But I'm not sure. I, w- I think I... I I have to admit, I would have a conflict if that was my kid's teacher. I think the only way that I see it as being problematic is that if your extra work then travels into the classroom and causes problems. With elementary school children, I don't think it does. With high school children who are very internet savvy, I think that it could be problematic in the school. And that's where I see that it could be a challenge. But I agree with you. Like, I don't think any, there's lots of companies that have moral clauses in their, in their, and what they determine is, you know, uh, of bad moral character could really be anything. You could be subject oh, yeah, to anything. There's all, yeah. yeah, there's lots of things that you could do. I mean, you could be a part of a political group and they don't like it, so they fire you. You could be part of a Correct. certain, you know, religious You could work for the commercial whatever. break. You could yeah. work for the commercial break and never have another job in your life. That's right, because this yeah. shit ain't going away. That's the problem. That's the challenge of the society that we live in. It's very real, is that you put it out there. It's never coming back. It, the cat is officially out of the bag and it's not coming back. I, I you know, I want wonder how many people, how many women or men that are on OnlyFans selling their feet on, you know, uh, footfinder.com or whatever, how many men or women actually, probably most of them, have some kind of day job where they're just hoping, praying that no one finds out that they're on oh, one sure. of these websites. I'm sure it's thousands of them. But that's different, though, because if you're not showing your face, like, you know, it's very, it, it, you know, yeah. I, I don't know, they they would have to hack you or something to I don't find know. out. If, yeah. Your identity or something? I don't know. If you're smushing phallic objects with your toes and trying to get guys off by that, you know, like, I don't know. That's But, that but also, that apparently that, that's a... Oh, that's a real that's thing. That's a market. Of course. I told you, we. I put my foot yeah. on feetfinder.com or footfetish.com or whatever no, it was. you didn't tell me. You I told did. the commercial break okay. audience. I told the commercial break audience, which is how I talk to you most of the time, oh, babe. Okay. Don't you? That's... I'm just praying May- that you listen to yeah. the show so you understand me a little Follow bit Follow Brian for more marriage tips. <laughs> Listen, there are people on that footfinder.com that are making millions of dollars selling pictures and images of their feet. Wouldn't you like it if I didn't have to do the commercial break and I could just take pictures well, of my feet? I think my feet are prettier than yours. I Maybe think I should put mine. I think your everything is prettier than mine, for <laughs> sure. And if you want to do your feet, let's do it. Should we try and do it? Should no. we see what happens? No? You don't want to do that? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about it. That's, I think that's a private marriage conversation that'll happen between Chrissy and I here that then you can listen oh, to. Sure. And we can have mm-hmm. a discussion about it. I wanted to share with you that your family members are going to be real pissed over the next couple of weeks. Your family Why? members, my family members, extended, extended family members that we don't even know. Because Netflix has officially rolled out oh, really? their password uh, sharing crackdown. And here's the part that sucks. I thought to myself when this started to happen. We just have to pay like an extra $4 you can, to make it yeah. like a family. You make it a family plan, but they only allow one other IP address outside your own well, house. there's only one more. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> I've got two on my side too. Here's the thing. I thought for sure that people were going to revolt 
And then they were going to not pay the extra money. And then they were not going to buy extra subscriptions. And Netflix was going to be so pit. They were going to be so uh, downtrodden when the world revolted against them and decided, no, Netflix, you're not getting any more of my money. Guess what? Interesting, because I would have never thought you would go through that, uh, you know, train of thought no especially you brian green the guy who's the guy who pays whatever he has to pay to have access to cable channels oh i'm sorry a thousand cable channels even though you only watch tlc because you know god forbid you don't have a thousand channels uh, available plus netflix plus HBO plus. Okay, okay, plus, plus, we plus, get plus. it, we get it. Well, uh, but I'm the guy so who's were you, actually were paying. You, were you gonna, were you gonna stand, uh, you know, make a protest against Netflix? I thought that other people who were getting the passwords for free were gonna stand and make a protest well, against listen, Netflix. Well, listen, you can start it, cancel your Netflix. No, I'm not account. gonna cancel my Netflix account. <laughs> oh. It's everybody else that's sucking off my tit. Why am I gonna? Why am I gonna change my mind? I have to tell you that I'm upset because no one's stood and revolted. Netflix had an incredible quarter. They made more money than they've ever made before, and people are paying the extra additional money. So now, guess what? Disney Plus is going for it. HBO is after it. No, but I mean, it was only. Yeah, yeah I know it was Listen, only a matter I, of time. From from like a payer's, uh, you know, point of view, of course, like I don't want to be paying any more dollars no. for any of this. But I mean, what they're doing doing really does make sense if you think about it. It really does. Like. Like, I signed up for Netflix, but I didn't sign up for 20 people to see Netflix. And I know, actually, I think all in all, we're pretty decent. Yeah, I know. We only share that. It's really just one extra IP address. But I actually know people who get together in like groups of friends, like five friends. Oh, really? And they are like, you pay Disney, I pay Netflix, you know the the sports one so that they're able to watch all the ESPN ESPN or whatever yeah. um and they kind of so everyone is like each member pays one of the things and they have access to everything and then they just share them in a WhatsApp just like group a, or whatever a fraction you're of kidding what, me oh no and I actually know people like so it's organized I, I personally know them so like ten people will get together they'll say let's buy these five platforms I'll pay for this you pay for that he's yeah. gonna pay for this she's gonna pay for that and then they share them, the username and password in a group and then everybody watches off one account correct holy shit really yeah why didn't we think about this a long time ago. I think one of my cheap brothers to go ahead and pay for HBO or something like that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm sharing the HBO password with dad and yeah. the Showtime password yeah. and the Cinemax password. But I think he actually doesn't use it. No, he doesn't use it. He never logs in. And the only the only way that I know that we share the password is because when I log into my own account, I'll see movies or television shows being watched that I never watched hmm. before ever. And I don't know what ridiculous programming maybe, some of your family or members Or maybe you are forgot to log out in one of Airbnbs and... You have oh, yeah, an that's Airbnb. True. Yeah. I, I've, I logged You're hosting into, like a whole. <laughs> I logged into every account on that one Airbnb in Spain, and I never, I don't think I ever logged out of it. So I'm sure that they're currently watching it too. I, I noticed, I did notice that someone was watching something in French, and I was like, who's the, who the fuck is watching something mm. in French? I don't think any of our family members speak French all that well. I don't know. Maybe they were interested in it. But this, this does portend to an issue that I think was going to come to a head anyway. Because, of course, 
Mm-hmm. They're corporations. They have to make money. Well, they have to make, yeah. And they suck you in by giving you all this free shit and making it seem so easy and so wonderful and so reliable. And then eventually they just cut it off. Well, I I don't see it that way. It's like that's their... That was a strategy. No, but I, I like they do... Like they're not giving you stuff for free. You're paying for a service, right? And I do think that... I mean... I actually support what they're doing. Of course, I don't want to be spending more money, but at the same time, it's like, it's the right thing to do. Well, listen, in this sense, Netflix had been in trouble at the end of the pandemic, right? They were losing subscribers left and right. They weren't making as much money as they thought they were going to. They had started cutting out lots of the catalogs that they had purchased from other people. You'll notice that Netflix now has more original content than it ever has and less of other people's content than it ever has. And also, they take them out quicker uh, yeah yeah it's like that yeah the movies don't stay there forever no they rotate shows. them out yeah. you know netflix used to be the place you would go to f- it's kind of like an- we it's used like to be like amazon yeah now. blockbuster yeah you would go and you would find movies rent them or watch them on netflix and they would stay there for a couple of years and you could go back and you could watch them now they're there less time than ever there's less of that content you have to watch more netflix original content well i think they're encouraging the users to actually use a platform, you know? Yeah. Like, you want to watch this movie? You know, you watch to, it now watch because it in three months it's going to be gone. Yeah, that's right. So I, I agree with you. I see uh, I see how this makes good business sense. And if I'm the head of Netflix, I'm probably saying, okay, party's over, guys. We got to actually make some money doing this. They're supposed to spend 72, set, uh, was it 72? $72 billion mm-hmm. in original content over the next couple of years. $72 billion. It's like a mind-boggling amount of money to spend on original content. And what's the best show that they produce right now? Love is Blind, in my opinion. The best show that they produce is Love is Blind. No. Which, what show is... Okay, tell me, smartass. Bridgerton. Bridgerton? They don't yeah. produce Bridgerton. Virgin River. Virgin River? Yeah, they do. It's a Netflix original. Bridgerton is a Netflix original? Oh, yes. Have you watched it? But, I don't yes. know. You've watched Bridgerton? I have read the books, actually. You've read the books, Bridgerton, and you're watching it on Netflix, and I don't know? Yeah. Jeez, babe. We got to get together every once in a while and talk about our television know. discussions. Okay, what is the other one? Virgin River? Yes. What is Virgin River? A Netflix original. TV I, I got show. that part. It's also based on a book. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. And actually, you can talk about this more with Chrissy because she's the one who introduced me to that series. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're watching Bridgerton and Virgin River, and she's watching Virgin River? Yeah, she was before I actually. I mean, she was the one who told me about the show. It's like, I, I don't even know the woman I'm doing the commercial break with. But I don't think Virgin River is like the best show produced by Netflix right I, now. I would say not. No. Yeah. But Bridgerton is probably in the top, yeah. I think Love is Blind is probably the best, sh- the best show that I know that they're producing right now. Okay, sure. How many shows on Netflix are you watching? None. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I don't watch any of them. Uh, Netflix right now is my least favorite uh television watching application i was watching the the beckham um the beckham uh documentary i'm watching it oh yeah it's really cool yeah i like it well and you like it because you like beckham no i'm not, i was never a crazy fan about you know like i was my best friend um she was crazy for beckham when we were growing up um she was like you know like, it got to the point where he was, I don't know if you remember this, but um, back in the, I don't know, 2002, something like that, he was a, a, a Pepsi 
star. Yeah. So he was in all this like very popular commercials, like gladiator style commercials. Beckon was one of them. Really? So in Venezuela, like uh, stores, like grocery stores or, you know, CVS type of pharmacy, that kind of thing. Um, they started having this... Uh, like large cutouts? Yeah, yeah cutouts, yeah. like a real size in Beckham. And my mom worked for this company... And my best friend wanted one so bad just to have it in her bedroom. And so I told my mom and she was able to get her one. Like once they were done, like they had to, you know, throw them away or whatever. Um, we gave her the Beckham. Oh, cutout. my God. She was crazy for him. Um, but I, I am watching the documentary and it's cool because it takes me like I grew. I am part of, you know, the, the, Beckham, the generation. Beckham generation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's much older, of course. He's like you. He's not like me. He is. It's, it's, I thought he's older than I he's am. He's 40. He's, he's my he's age. He's 40 something. He's, sim- he's similar yes, in age. Yes. Really? Yeah. I think Beckham has a lot more wrinkles than I do. I just noticed that on a close up picture of him. But he also probably had a lot more stress in life than I do. Well, and also because <laughs> so. he married, you know, um, Victoria Victoria Beckham. Posh. Posh Spice. Oh, Spice. And I'm sorry. I, I was I just a Spice Girl fan, too, when I was growing up. So it's, it's, it's just cool. It's like going down memory lane. I, 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 just don't, I just don't care for that lady. I don't care for the way she comes across on, on television. It's, I don't no, know. No, I agree with it you. Seems a she's, little, she's never been my favorite person. She seems a little uppity, right? Like mm-hmm. she's not in touch. What was that one well, scene? Well, he called her out. I know. I, <laughs> I, I found that to be because incredible. She, because she was um, sitting there um, saying that... She grew you know, up lower she, middle class. They yeah. grew up, yeah. No, they grew up working class, right? Oh, my God. And he was like, he came from the back and he was like, that's not true. Tell them the truth. Tell them which and, car and, you took to high school. Yeah, and yeah. then she was like, that is the truth. And he said, and he no. was like, no, tell them which car your dad used to take you... And it was a Rolls Royce. Yeah, there's no working but class listen, person that can afford a Rolls Royce. Uh, of course. But who knows? Could I mean, I don't, I know. don't know. She did make a comment like, well, you know, like... It's, it's complicated. A, it's, yeah, yeah, she was like, there's an explanation for that, but she didn't, you know... She the only ab- explanation that is that is acceptable is that her dad worked at a Rolls Royce dealership as a like a mechanic, and he got to take one of the cars home occasionally. Lottery? I don't know. <laughs> Who don't know. fucking knows? But you don't drive a... It, but if you won the lottery, you're not working class either. Because you're instantaneous. You might have been well, working maybe. class. But who knows? I don't know. I don't know either. I do think, like, clearly, Beckham's family, they were working... Like, a true working class. I believe that. And he was just... Not only, of course, a good soccer player, but he was lucky enough that he was, you know, discovered yeah. by a coach or whatever so besides the beckham virgin mm-hmm. river bridgerton mm-hmm. don't you think that love is blind is no, probably I the love, best show love is blind yeah even though this last season was really the worst strange i didn't um, think it was the worst i thought you thought it was really strange and it was I, the worst because they only had two couples turns out they spoiler actually, alert we're going to talk about love is blind in the ending so if you haven't watched it and want to watch it you should shut off the show now they um they only like showed the story of two, two couples. couples that got engaged when actually more there were not, like six couples that got engaged. Yeah. And like two more were actually went down to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. I was just reading about it. How they cut those people out, I have no idea. Because when they get together, I don't even I don't know. Maybe in already in Mexico they 
knew yeah. that yeah oh they you know maybe well, it was a boring storyline i don't know i don't know first what. of all you saw less of the couples together than you ever have in any of the other previous seasons and second of all i'm sure that there are like on-site story editors as it's happening every day they're looking through the footage of and they're course. saying okay this one is interesting we're following this or one. this one these but, two are having this problem so let's bring the third one do you know to- you know the girl that was at the... Okay, so Love is Blind, season five. Season five, was it? Or season four? Season, season five? four, I think. Okay. So this most recent ep- this most recent season that, that just ended with the live reunion uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, they... It, I thought it was very interesting, uh, the story, the, w- the way that the stories were weaving together when they were in the pods. But then when they got outside the pods, I found it to be kind of weird that there were... I I agree with you that there were only two couples. When they got to the honeymoon, there were three couples, actually, but one of them broke up during the honeymoon. Correct. Then I see a podcast... Not honeymoon, but like the... Yeah, the whatever. The the, trip after engagement. The trip after engagement. But what I found, like you, to be strange is I saw a podcast with one of the girls who was featured in some of those those episodes she had actually gotten married and Mm. she went down there to mexico but then when they got home they broke up because he was he had a girlfriend or something they figured out right why wouldn't they show that wouldn't that be super fucking interesting who knows i have no idea i don't don't understand understand. but i I do think i mean listen i was it was exciting to watch because there was so much drama in those two couples or not like so much drama, but whatever. They make it, you know. It's fucking Uche. Yeah. Fucking Uche. I mean, <laughs> fucking Uche. I'm sorry, but Uche's an asshole. And he yeah. really came across very ba- very poorly there. And I'm surprised that he didn't show up to the reunion to defend himself since he was so... Oh, no. He just acted like a cohort. Like a what? A cohort. A cord? Cohort? A cohort? Cohort? A coward. A coward. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say cohort. I'm like, what's a cohort have to do with this? <laughs> You're doing great on your English, babe. High five. Thank you, baby. Uh, so some of those words still come out funky. Um, I, I agree with you. He was a total coward. He decided not to show up because he knew what a shithead he was going to end up looking like, and he didn't want to do it. But Uche was like, he he, uh, he was the most interesting character I think they've had on Love is Blind since the uh, drunk guy in season one. Do you remember the big <laughs> hunky drunk guy that, that got together with that girl and just ran around like a chicken with his head cut off? Do you remember that guy? I wish I could remember his name. This is more a commercial break. The ones from Chicago? More commercial break. The ones from Chicago. That was not the first season. That was the second or third season. Uh, Astrid over here taking uh, it's taking notes on all the Netflix <laughs> Love is Blind seasons. But this is coming from the same girl who watches Love in Paradise. Is it Love in Paradise? No. Bachelor Island? What's it called? Oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. I don't understand how you don't like it. I think it is. You are you liking every reality show there is yes i know why you don't like it tell me it's not broadcasted by tlc yeah it's not on tlc That's it was tlc c show because I watch it's it so much fun it's like so much drama okay podcast besties time for one more quick break and then it's back to the drama check out tcbpodcast.com for all of our episodes and youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes Find us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, which like, of course you do, leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. 
or text us at 855-TCB-8383. Now, let's listen to some sponsors and get this show going. I think that the reason why I don't like it, and I'm not saying that there's not manufactured drama on TLC because, of course, there is. Mm -hmm. But I think that the angle is more interesting on TLC. It's less hands-on. Where Bachelor in Paradise, it's like, I don't know. I don't even know what the fucking point of the show is. I I know, like, I know for, listen, I still find the Bachelor shows, Bachelor, you know, Bachelorette or whatever, um, I do find them entertaining. Yeah. Even though they're seasoned, depending on who the person is, sometimes I actually, I'm not interested. Yeah. But the best um, show that the franchise has by far is Bachelor in Paradise. What is the point of the show? What are they doing? It's like all the single, you know, you know how they call yeah, it. Like, there's like Bachelor Nation that it's all the all the guys and girls that have been, been to the on, show, the show. on the show. But uh, I didn't, mean, they, yeah, they whatever. Or maybe they made it, but then they broke up or, you know, whatever. It's okay. just like the pool if of you've people. you've been on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Okay. So you're part of Bachelor Nation. Listen, I'm not an expert either because I haven't... There's a big rabbit hole to go down there. But, so they they have Bachelor in Paradise. It's filmed down in Mexico, right? Okay. So they, from that pool of people, from the most recent seasons, right, they grab, I don't know, they invite some... All of Some them of those singles, people. yeah, right, men and women. The biggest train wrecks, probably, yeah. yes, or the most popular, of course. you know. So, and they bring them down to the beach, and they all—it's like a reality show, like the Real World or Yersha Shore, you know, where they they actually are there for I don't know, in reality, weeks. but like yeah, yeah a month weeks, or yeah. whatever. So, initially, like. The, on the first show, I don't know, maybe eight singles come down, like, or five women and five men. But then... They keep adding people in. They keep adding people. And so because this is now a thing, let's say you were in Bachelor Nation and you were going down to Paradise, but you, because social media and all of that, yeah. you already know, oh, I hope, you know, oh, I like Astrid. I w- you know, Maybe she's going to be down there. I'm, so, like, you come already with a mindset. Yeah. So, of course, they play with all of this because they ask them all this information. So, you're waiting for, you know, you got down to the beach. Astrid is not there. So, oh, you you kind of like... You flirt with somebody else. Correct. And whatever, you, hardest, you started having a connection. Then the very next day, Astrid, Astrid shows, shows up. up. Stuff like that. So, it's like one week, the girls have the roses. Okay. So... So they give the, the rose to somebody. So there it's and always they like, like whoever has like which would whichever gender has the roses that week. There's normally like nine women with roses, so nine roses, and there's like twelve men. Okay. So of course it's like a oh, so it's so they're constantly shedding people oh, off the of course, show. Yeah, and then if you don't get a rose, you have to go home. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in new people so that's why, to fuck it all up. That's why. That's how also they're feeding the drama because people are fighting for roses. It's so some manufactured people, drama. So some people actually like are players, right? Yes. Like they are not really making a connection with you. They're pretending to make a connection with you to have a ro- to you know to give to get a rose and yes. stay on the show for the next week because maybe next week. There's someone that's going to show up that you're actually going to make a connection with. Well, I agree with you on one point about Bachelor in Paradise, of which I've watched just a couple of episodes with you. 
is that the most interesting character on Bachelor in Paradise is has nothing to do with the Bachelors of the Bachelorettes. It's the fucking bartender who's making oh, smart ass comments. Yeah. His name is Wells. Wells, Wells. Adams. Yeah, I it's love him. Wells. Who's he married to? You were telling me. Uh, Sarah Hinland Highland. Sarah Highland. Who's yeah, she? I, um, some chick. Uh, she she was in Modern Family. She's one of the actresses oh, there. One of like the younger the, actresses. The younger, uh-huh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, very interesting. Sarah Highland. I think she was the one who got the the boob reduction, and he, she she caught like a bunch of. I don't know. I don't know I this to no be idea. true. Yeah. I know one of the people on that show that be, they were being portrayed as a teen. They were supposed to be teenager, right? Yeah. But her breasts were so large, they were causing her discomfort that Maybe. she had to get a breast reduction. And then a bunch of jackholes, because we live in the United States of fucking ass clowns, decided to send her like threatening mail and death threats over what? her boob reduction. What? It's fucking ridiculous. I can't even believe it. Yes, it was a whole thing at Maybe. the time. This is like 10 no years idea. ago, but it was a whole thing at the time. I, I, listen, it's not that I wouldn't probably like Bachelor in Paradise if I decided to pay attention to it. My time is limited. Mm. And I don't want to see that kind of manufactured drama. My time is limited. So let me go ahead and watch That's right. the worst shows. Listen, the seven little Johnsons. Like my, like my gypsy wedding. My gypsy wedding oh is fantastic. God. It's fantastic. Astrid is fantastic. It's a fantastic show showcasing the underbelly not. of the United States of America. And it's and it's pretty fascinating how these people operate, too, how the gypsies operate. It's not fascinating. In it the is fascinating. You don't think I Am Shina Ray is fascinating? You don't think I Am no, Shina Ray is fascinating I, I, for so I many don't. different reasons? No. Seven Little Johnstons. Eh-ish. Okay. My, the little, the, the, what is it? The little... Uh, my little family no this, the little world little people little big people world. big world well yeah but that one that one is the original one for little people yes right and then seven little johnson and that came out i mean i was 12 or oh yeah something. that came I out remember. when i was 12 i think I, yeah <laughs> 12, 12 plus 20 i remember my mom watching that yeah. when i was young i don't know maybe i was 20 years old when that came out or whatever but that's a fascinating show okay that one i like okay but okay all right, so uh, Whitney, my big fat fabulous. That's life. okay. That one's okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. I think uh, Whitney gets on my nerves though. Like, uh, all it's not the... my favorite show, but it, I don't. Sister wives. I... I know you like that one. I know you like that yes. one. I know it. I know it. Yeah, but also lately it's so boring. I don't. Well, it's boring now because yeah. they're all divorced. So well, it's not sister wives the... anymore. It's the wife. No, is what it is because they actually open their eyes and they realize. They realize what guy. a shithead yeah. this motherfucker is. So now it's boring. I can't stand that guy. That guy Cody, he is has no he has no clue how to be one husband, let alone five Far, husbands. Yeah. He is terrible. He's clueless. I'm not saying he's a bad human being. I don't know the guy personally. But what I am saying is he's a really terrible husband. Yeah. And I can understand one hundred percent. But this is not fair because you're mentioning all the shows that are Either okay or good shows. Okay, so you're not one talking that I about want. like the super bad ones that you what like. What are the super bad ones? My Gypsy Wedding. Okay, My Gypsy all, Wedding. All that you don't like franchise. There's whatever. only one. Only one. My Gypsy oh, Wedding. Uh, the other weddings. The f- my okay, four, four weddings. All oh, oh, right, God. that's a Saturday morning thing I do when I'm vacuuming. I like to. Uh, okay, listen. Here's my point. Awful. I can watch any TLC television show with one ear. On the television and one ear paying attention to the kids, to the editing, to whatever, and not miss a beat. And the house going on fire yes. while they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. The yeah, reality you is mm-hmm. the reality is these reality shows take no investment of time or emotion. Though you may get wrapped up in some of the storylines, they take no time. 
there's no investment whatsoever. And what's the investment in Bachelor in Paradise? I have to pay attention to who's getting married to who and who likes who and who wants to be with who and who's going off the island, who's coming same, on the same island. Same thing in Love is Blind. What Love is Blind is four fucking episodes. That's all you have to commit to is four four weeks no, of episodes. Like eight. Well, it's the same. Okay, that's it. <laughs> How many episodes of Bachelor in Paradise? I don't there? know. It goes on for it like goes a on month forever. and a half. No, babe, it like goes a month on and a half. Okay. It, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. A golden Golden Bachelor. Have mm-hmm. you watched that? I have. Yes. And what do you think? You don't I like think, it. Uh, it's interesting. I it's, have it read... just, to me it's weird. And this, I, I, I'm all about like older people, yes. you know, finding love and getting married. Thanks. And, of course. Thanks, all us older people. Yeah. Thank you, Astrid. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for giving us permission. <laughs> but it just like. The episode I watch, it looks like it, the exact same drama between the girls that are, you know, waiting for Rose and all of that. Yes. But we're talking about 70-year-old ladies instead of 20, right? So it just looks weird, like, almost like immature in a sense. Like the, like these older women are yeah, f- like, being why, catty why and are fighting. They, in, yeah. Why are they acting like this? You know, like... But I don't know. I, I have read reviews of the show. Don't even. Uh, oh, ne- apparently it's the most it. popular one. It's the most popular one. It's the most interesting one. And some people say it's the most sexed up one. Like it's the one where the people are really like the guy. Like they're really mm. maybe because they're older and they just don't give a shit. They're like whatever. Oh, course, yeah. You know, we can handle it. But I do get what you're saying. When 60, 70, 80 year olds are acting like you know late teenagers, twenty year olds being catty and bitchy and all this other stuff, it looks a little out of place. Yeah, and I'm not judging them like maybe that's it's just part of being a human right of course yeah, not because course. they're that age doesn't mean they don't have emotions of course so but just kind of like realizing that because of course i've never had that perspective um it just felt weird but it was still fun to watch i mean the episode that i watched i was entertained you watch it and you keep me apprised sure. of what's going on mm-hmm. if golden bachelor is interesting enough that is something that I think I would invest time in because I think it would be funny to talk I about. I think the, the guy show. is cute though, the bachelor. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, well, good for you. I mean, not that you I like older to. men. We know that. We know that much. Yeah, sure. Are you going to go off with a golden bachelor? No. <laughs> you know what would be good? Sugar daddy bachelor. That's what I want to see. Or sugar mama bachelor. I think that would be interesting. Take someone that's much older. I mean, age appropriate. Like, you just want to make it tacky. Totally. That's what you like. Totally. Oh, my God. What baby? It's not tacky in the first place to put twenty women in a no. in a room and then ask them to all pretend well, like they I, like I, the I, same guy, and tell me that this is just not a caricature. Like you put twenty girls in a room with any guy, any handsome dude, right? Tell me that all of them are going to fall in love to the same degree within five minutes of meeting him, the same guy. You've seen these. We've watched this together. These women are and men are acting ridiculously. About one person that they've never spent any time with, they're already in love with them. The women are crying. The men are upset. Yeah, it's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. And the reality is, they just want to be on TV, and they're sad they have to go home. Of course, they know they can become real influencers. Yes, they. Of course. How many of those bachelor or bachelorettes are married still to this day? There, actually, there are a lot. A lot or a few. No, there are a lot, especially after they started doing Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. That's a show, my understanding, that's a show that has the most... Um, marriages? Like marriages and 
I mean, now couples have babies and all that from Bachelor and Bachelor and Pattern. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. Uh-huh. But married at first sight, I think they have a few too, but they have a miserable yeah. track record. Love is blind, fucking forget about it. I can't think of one of those. There's a couple couples that are still yeah, together. from the first season. From the first season. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now, I mean, uh, I think, whatever happened to Pilot Pete that you were so in love with? No, no, he's single, I think. Did or pi- the pilot Pete ever someone. go on The Bachelor on, on in Paradise? No. Any of that? No. no, he didn't? You know, like, I feel like some of them that maybe feel like they're now kind of like celebrities, quote-unquote. Oh. Like, they don't go on Paradise. Is pilot Pete think he's a celebrity? I don't know, I guess. Is he like an influencer? I don't know the guy, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, some of them do get like so popular that I guess... When you have millions of people watching you, every I mean, there week. was this one. Uh, you watched that season with me with Hannah, Hannah, uh-huh. Hannah Barbera, Hannah Montana, whatever no, her name Alabama, was, Alabama, yeah, Alabama, Hannah. Um, so the <laughs> guy, like the runner-up, you know, the yeah. runner-up, the the guy she broke up with, and last, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, there was apparently he was dating Kristen Cavallari. Kristen Cavallari, God bless America. Yeah, Kristen Cavallari and, is my favorite. Of any of those cast members. Oh, no, I'm team, team Elsie. Well, I liked Elsie, too, but Kristen was a bad girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just attracted to the bad girls. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. why I got attracted to you. <laughs> we didn't even get to the movies. I wish we had gotten to the movies, but I'll save you the embarrassment. We'll save it for the next time. I really appreciate you coming on, and I love you very much. Thank you, you very too. much. Astrid making one final appearance before Chrissy returns for the next episode of the commercial break. I do want to shout out real quick because I don't think we do this enough. I want to shout out to my polyamorous trucker chick who thinks our producer sounds like a sex phone operator, Christina. (laughs) That's what she said. George H. is eating donuts and Doritos in a hotel room watching Bad Infomercial says he loves the commercial break. Thank you so much. Christina has a soulmate. I think her name is Anne Anne. Christina, I don't know. Maybe Christina will pay attention to you at some point. Jessica wants a who's hot, who's not sticker. Hannah H. has listened to too many episodes. Skip is one of our favorite listeners. Rocky, James, Captain Awesome. Thank you all. We really appreciate all of the communications, contacts, and reviews. And we love you. Best to you. All right, here's what you do. Go to tcbpodcast.com. That's where you can find the entire library of the commercial break audio. All the video, all the audio, right there, one location. You can also get your TCB sticker. The next one is Piggy Fronting. Piggy Fronting. You're making yeah. it. You should know. <laughs> My brain froze. Uh, I was no. like, uh, the next Piggy Fronting Teresa Caputo TCB sticker is headed your way. All you have to do is go to the website, hit the Contact Us button, the drop-down well, menu. It's in production, though. It's in production. We're going to get it out the door soon, I promise. Um, but, it, you know, it takes some time. It's not like, you know, we're not mail-order delivery here. So go to the website, tell us you want your sticker, send us your address. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, please go and follow us. Uh, and we'd love it if you would pay attention to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes are available there all the time. Fresh episodes coming out. And 626 Ask TCB3. That's 1626 Ask TCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, we're taking them all. Or you can leave a voice message where you can ask TCB a question. Ask Brian's mom. Brian's mom will be back on the show pretty soon. That's my mom. I should know Brian's mom. Come into the third person. Uh, you can do that all. Leave us a voicemail. If you don't want your real name used, don't use your real name. Okay, babe. I guess that's all I can do for today, but I'll say that I love you. 
I love you too. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Astronaut, I must say, we will say, and we do say, goodbye. Bye.